0: the run with alley live podcast it is tuesday the 25th so beautiful and sunny and yeah whatnot in new york city uh how about by you martha
1: so it was a pretty nice day it was actually cloudy uh we just got a big rain cloud out of nowhere so it gave us a break from the heat which was awesome (laughs) we could definitely use that heat break for
0: sure for sure um we all could use a little heat break right now these days <laughs> uh, so diving into this week's episode before we do i just want to you know welcome everyone for joining again to listen to the podcast really appreciate you all being here and if you haven't already please subscribe to the show so you never miss a new weekly episode with a new special guest and for those of you that are new uh listening on here welcome welcome you chose an amazing episode to join, and I'm really happy to have our special guest on today. So, without further ado, let's introduce Martha Elise. Welcome to the <laughs> Thank Ad- you, Ad- you so much for coming live show. <laughs> 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 <I'm>, like, <stopping laughs> thank I'm you so, so much, Abby. Have you.
1: You're welcome. Yes, thank you for having me here on this special podcast. Uh, I've definitely been tuning in, so I've been listening to previous podcasts, even a previous Instagram. Uh, icons too that I follow so I saw that you were recently with track track club babe I believe that's her name on Instagram yeah
0: Yeah, Kim's (laughs) awesome this is a really nice girl yes
1: Kim and Katie Katie was one of your first episodes so I was also intrigued I was like yes I love I love those girls or like following them on
0: Instagram (laughs) I love that I love that and um Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, you know, just like kind of what you're all about. Uh, yeah. And just everything. So (laughs) I am a
1: Southern Texas girl. Uh, obviously we suffer with a strong heat here. Uh, I am somebody that started a weight loss journey back in 2017. I just decided that it was about time to get my health back. Obviously, um, graduating from high school, moving on to college. I just gained so much weight, gave up on being athletic or stopped caring about my health and decided to take charge and turn that around. Um, I did not expect for, you know, for certain things that came up like an impact for others or inspiration. I did it mainly for myself, but knowing that Instagram is such a powerful tool Uh, It definitely led me to others and others to reach out to me. So it's been a great, uh, it's been a great journey.
0: So I, first of all, you look great and you sound great. You you just seem like you are in a really good place. And looking over your, just your story here, I'm in awe of it. You were ever two hundred fifty pounds. I mean, you yes, I was, was like... two hundred and fifty. <laughs> yes, yeah, it so it's almost, almost impossible more. to
1: to be. It. I. I still look at photos and even videos that I have, being at, at two hundred and fifty pounds and or even over that, and just thinking, how did I manage to go on through life like that, and knowing that, I mean. At that time, knowing when I saw that weight, I was uh, 28. I was 28. And knowing that, I was like, there's no way that you could be this age and weigh this much, you know? And zero physical activity. And not only that, just the mind impact that I had, just a very poor mindset, very negative, very, you know, very enclosed mind.
0: Yeah. And so I would love to know, like, how did you get out of that? You know, I mean, how, where did you start with your weight loss journey? Like, did it start with running? Did it start with walking? Uh, Because that is a lot of weight to lose. And you're not like 250 pounds right now. You look like you might be, I don't know. I'm not going to guess, but a lot, you know, (laughs) you look fit. (laughs) You look fit. So I'd love to hear more about your whole story. You're welcome. But, you know, it's the truth. You look great. Uh, You know, how, like, how did you even find the motivation, I guess, to kind of just say, hey, you know, I'm 250 pounds and I got to make a life change here.
1: I noticed it more when, you know, so... My full-time job, I am a wedding photographer. That's what I do. And I carry also a wedding photo booth uh, business. I'm I'm sorry, not just weddings, but it's a photo booth business in general. So, but it's all wrapped around the wedding industry. Knowing that being a wedding photographer is so physical, you have to keep up with your couple, (laughs) the bride and groom, you know, they want pictures here on the spot, fix the bride's dress, get the bride ready to go take those shots, move around in the church, move around in the reception. You got to be on the spot thinking, what is the best moment to capture? And knowing that I was so limited and heavy breathing and just going and facing my couple while I'm like drenched and then heavy breathing, I noticed I can't present myself like this. In a professional world, being an entrepreneur, I'm not saying that image just matters, but you do have to have a professionalism to attract people and to be with people and work with people you know and so my journey started in january of 2017 when i said there is no way i can weigh more than 180 pounds i've never weighed over that no way when i stepped on a scale at a local grocery store as a joke i saw 200 over 250 pounds i can't even remember clearly what was the number it was i just saw 250 i just i just I, I cried at the grocery store. I just fell and started crying. People were like, is she okay? And I'm like, I need a moment. Like, I couldn't believe where I was. And I said, this is out of, this is out of control. Um, come January and the rest of February, I decided just to start with changing my eating habits. I said, I need to start uh, eating well, stop the fast food, drink water, get away from soft drinks, and let me start there. You know, Uh, and it wasn't until March 1st, I just woke up and I said, Today's the day I'm going to the store and I'm going to buy an elliptical. (laughs) So, because I was not ready to go outdoor, I was like, There's no way I'm going to go outdoor and, you know, be in the sun or feel sweat around me because I didn't like sweating. (laughs) So, I was like, There's no way. But I understood that I had to sacrifice and I had to go through certain things to lose weight and to get my health back. And all of March, I spent all of March on an elliptical inside home. And I said, you know what? It's time for me to go outdoor. This is, this is I cannot just live this lifestyle of just being on an elliptical and then eating well. I saw a little change and that perhaps motivated me, but I said, it's time. April, come April 1st, I started my journey towards running, of course, I had only lost five pounds for being an elliptical and eating well. So I gave myself a little prop there, but I said, I can do this, you know, and I went for it, took the chance. I said, I don't care if I can't walk or run or jog, but I need to figure it out. Cause the weight on the knees was really bad. Uh, I was, I just started with walking a mile and I think jogging didn't really start until probably June. That is when I was able to start, you know, the walk, jog, that little walk, jog movement. And it took off from there. And I said, you know what? Once I started losing, once I hit 30 pounds, 40 pounds, 50 pound loss, I decided this is it. I could take control and I'm going for it.
0: I don't care who's going to make fun of me,
1: but I'm going to be a runner. <laughs>
0: Uh, I give you so, so much credit for a few things. Number one, getting off the elliptical, because um, <laughs> I feel like it's, there's, it's, it's a good place to like, get your body moving and get yourself started, like, with something, but it doesn't really do much because it's not really translatable to anything outside. So once you even walking is I feel like a lot more effective. And, you know, you said it yourself, you went from elliptical to walking to jog and now, yeah, you're a runner and it seems like it's become a really big part of your life from someone yes. a different angle than others that I've had on here. And you mentioned, you know, your Instagram idols um, who've been on here, you know, Kim and Katie, um, both of their stories are both different than yours, which makes you all three of you, you know, very unique and special, but, What I find very valuable in all of you guys is that you, you have your own story and your own journey and it all ties back to the running community and running. And there are so many people out there like Martha that just, I I mean, that would love to do what you do. And so thank you again, like so much for being vulnerable and just being on here and telling your story because it's not easy. Um, and you lived it. You lived it and you, Mm -hmm. you know, I mean, I guess now what, um, since you, you're confident in like, you're running, like, are you still running for just to maintain a healthy life or are you kind of thinking now, like, maybe I could run like a 5k, like when races come back. Uh, So right now,
1: for sure, I am still in that marathon training mode ever since quarantine happened, ever since we've been in lockdown, Uh, because where I live, we're still under curfew. We're still, there's still so many situations going on here, right? Um, But I'm still in that marathon mindset. I'm still going for it. Uh, I ran my first half half marathon in January, and I was scheduled my first marathon in April but that is when COVID happened and therefore April got canceled. But I said, I'm still keeping the marathon training mindset and I'm still going for it no matter what. So currently right now, I'm still running with the hope that marathon is coming back (laughs) either a 5k, 10, whatever is coming back here locally. That is the first race I'm signing up for. And, but I'm still having my marathon training because my only hope is that, uh, In December, we still have one going on in San Antonio. So we'll see how that goes. If it's still on track to go, as of right now, they haven't said much, but if it's still on track, perfect.
0: I'm still, I'm practicing. You're you're ready. (laughs) Amazing. Um, How are you, how are you like keeping your conditioning and your, like your training? Like, what does your training look like? So I am keeping a uh,
1: short distance you know, I practice days where I have short distance, I do incorporate a lot of circuit training, uh, to keep that condition going because, uh, as well as the strength, I do believe that is important in running because I did notice that when I started to get into running firsthand, I couldn't really even do burpees. And I said, man, I thought I was so fit and I can run long distance, but I can't even do a single burpee, you know? Uh, it was one day I discovered that at the park with a friend, we ran, we ran like six miles and they were like, Hey, now let's do 10 burpees. And I was like, I can do it. I'm fit. Like I can do that. Like nothing, man. Come the set the first burpee. They were like, okay, you got to like do a push up off the floor. I was like, I-, I was like, hold up, hold up. Like get, get me some water. Cause I am dying.
0: <laughs> and I'm laughing so out. hard. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I'm that's I know, so it. hard, yeah. Because, girl, like, that, that's honestly, I, it is. I feel <laughs> you. That was me. I walked into, well, I was, like, I was going to box for the first time after I got injured, I think, since you follow my story, you know. Um, I got yes. injured, and I, I was pulled out of running for a little bit. And, you know, as a runner, you're like, oh, I could do anything. Like, you know, like, when you uh-huh. don't do anything, else, right? <laughs> so it's like you walk in, and I walked into, like, like a boxing lesson. Talk about burpees. I couldn't even like last like punching a heavy bag for like sixty seconds. And even though it's wow, like, you know I'm girl. I'm serious. It was hilarious. Um, in it's it just in hindsight, like wow is exactly yeah. It's exactly that catches
1: you off guard. It catches it you does. off guard because you're like, I can run a mile in like seven eight minutes, <laughs> but I can't do a burpee like you know i just land there and i was like just leave me here i can't even push myself up (laughs) so that's where i realized i have to incorporate strength training you know circuit conditioning and all of that into my running as well to my running schedule and that's currently where i am because i i would see people doing box jumps and doing the burpees the push-ups the wall balls and wall ball slams. And I'm like, I want to do all that. I can't do that.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, it's, it's. Uh, I'm actually running a, t- um, a program. It's funny. It's called 22 to VO two right now. And it incorporates a mixture of like interval work on the track and a bunch of circuits. And um, I'm very, big, oh, wow. I'm very good on cross training. Like you are too. I think it's very, very important for someone looking to run somewhere between like a four-hour to a three-thirty marathon, which is extremely, extremely aggressive. Mm-hmm. And it's an amazing goal. Yeah, uh, to be well-rounded, you know, because running only works everything forward and back. It's nothing to the side. It's nothing rotating, and there's really no core involvement unless like you're right. you, you run the hills, you know. It really depends on a lot of physiological factors, and so. Yeah, burpees are difficult in a different way, but they just keep you so well conditioned and help. Yes. I'm sure they like they help your your like track workouts. If I had to guess, yes, yes, it definitely helps that, and uh, definitely a lot of
1: core training as well, just to incorporate that into the running schedule to help when I'm running, and also gives you that better form, that better structure too when you're running. And not so slouchy or, you know, because form is very important in running as well, just to have that steady pace going. So I I, I didn't learn this or practice more of, of all these circuits and all of that until the lockdown. This is where I was like, okay, I'm not even allowed to run outside without getting fined at the moment. Cause we were getting fined here where I live and we were running outside. It was like, no, it is locked down. Stay put. You can't run like stay in your house. And so
0: I was like, okay,
1: this is, this is where I learned
0: like to do a burpee. (laughs) So I give you a lot of credit for that. Wow. And there's just so many classes too, that, you know, you could, you could take on the days that you're Mm -hmm. not running. So it feels like it's a different kind of training, but I, I'm right with you here. I believe that being (laughs) well-rounded is, it's like, it's the best foundation to build off of in terms of like wherever you want to go. If you want to maintain, if you want to get faster, um, especially for injury prevention. Yes. Like all of that. Yeah.
1: Like I remember hearing on your Instagram, I don't know if it was your Instagram or your, or your podcast. Um, but you were talking about like uh like the the bar squad and all that and you said, Oh, at the moment I don't have this equipment at my apartment, so I'm not doing that right now. I don't know where you mentioned that phrase. <laughs> Can't remember. But you were it talking was probably
0: about that. in my apartment. It was yeah, it was somewhere, but cool yeah you had mentioned definitely that something. you
1: were you wanted to do that, but you couldn't do it because you didn't have the equipment at the moment in your apartment. So you were finding like other like other workouts to do, like for strength, strength strength-wise. And I was like, she's right. She has a point. Like, I remember going through that during this lockdown that I said, okay, I need to find something other than running, but I do need to find something to build strength.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So just keeping your joints strong through a mixture of, I'm very big on circuits because even though a lot of it is like hit and metabolic conditioning when you're revving up your metabolism and it's very good for someone looking for, to tone or for weight loss or to replace lean muscle with fat. You're still like, even if you're bending your knees, that's still strength training in a weird way Mm -hmm. because you're still bearing weight on your your body. Um, right. Unless you're like, to be honest with you, you don't deadlifts and compound lifts are super important for, as as we get older especially like women but strengthening your glute oh, wow. medius like that side butt muscle which i mentioned yeah. yesterday <laughs> is really really yeah. it's true well not only for the aesthetic perks but um it it helps it keeps your meniscus your your lateral meniscus your um your ankles and your hips just strong and as a runner yes. we need that
1: we do we do and I, and i believed i was like you know what we could have great legs great calves great quads perhaps and everything <laughs> but i said i need to work also on my upper body i do need to be at some point i do need to have some kind of strength some kind of form as well so that's how that worked for me and in my training schedule and lately i've been really into i don't know if you've tried it before um uh, like using a, a weighted vest to run i've been really into that lately have you um, tried that out
0: I personally have not tried that out yet. You know, I actually used to run with a backpack like over the Williamsburg Bridge, but that wasn't intentional. It was just like a means to get somewhere. And um oh. my boxing coach actually who is like basically like my conditioning coach, he wears a weighted vest when he's training and I'm always like, "Wow, I'm not there yet." Because <laughs> it's like it's, it's like you're oh, it's that is a workout that's like, spoofing. yes, it, it, it is. Um, I just but that's bought a it randomly. On...
1: Yeah. Do you like it? I, I just bought it randomly on, on Amazon. I just bought it randomly and, and it is, it is a different experience. So, but it, it's fun. It's fun and challenging.
0: <laughs> huh? I might have to look into that because I could only imagine it helps with your acceleration and your power. Like just like when you're like running and taking yes. off, like take it's like taking off extra weight, yes. but it's like, you're able to take it off. Yes, It feels
1: good. It feels good afterwards. Just throwing that vest and like, okay, I feel 10 pounds lighter now.
0: <laughs> I, yeah, no, I love that. Um, I love, I love to box um, because it, for me, it just helps with upper body strength and also acceleration in a different way and footwork. And everything in the frontal plane, which means in non gibberish, like side to side. So in a race, like, you know, when you're, if you've ever just had to like nicely get by people or weave through people, I don't know if you've ever felt like a tweak in your knee or something. Oh, yes. Yes. And I sometimes even feel like, like you're,
1: like you're, you could just have an injury right there and then because you're trying to pivot through people.
0: Yeah, exactly. So I know this it's that's like one of the things I feel like a lot of runners don't think about and I didn't either until mm. I was able to to weave through people and like actually like go fast enough and like maneuver. And I feel like just like the footwork with things like boxing and the agility ladder, which I still have a lot of work to do there. Um even jump rope, which I still have a lot of work to do there, all those things. Uh are very valuable when it comes to like the little things in races that actually like really matter.
1: Wow. And are you still doing boxing? Is that something that you're still doing or right now it's not available?
0: So yes, I, um, I do once a week. Um, I have a very aggressive marathon goal personally, uh, but I do have a cross training day and yes, I do box. Um, that's a personal (laughs) That's my personal favorite way to cross train. Um, I love swimming. I used to be an ex swimmer, um, but there's no spin bikes um, oh, okay. and it's just for me it's also it's a little bit of like stress relief and mental therapy and it just I also feel a lot stronger and like confident is yes. a good way to you know say that. Um, it is extremely beneficial in terms of um building on those fast switch muscle fibers in a different way. So like, what for example, if you if I was doing four hundred meter repeats at the track, and I had I already had like, you know the sprinting the sprinting muscles like and my fast uh, switch muscle fibers they were already like pretty pretty strong in a different way. I'd just be building on them to make them stronger in a way where, where it works for running. Mm-hmm. You know something that three.
1: I that i like about you and and that i've known about you through your podcast as well is your swimming like your swimming life like how was that and how like what was your experience like because i even see it like a lot in katie when she was also doing all that practice for her iron man and i was like how do runners take on swimming like that's a lot of like
0: that's just all body work <laughs> I am the swimmer that turned into the runner that turned into the run coach. So it's funny that you say that. Um, (laughs) I haven't been asked that before. I'm happy to talk about it. Uh, Yeah, I was a serious swimmer for the majority of my life. I was captain of my varsity high school swim team. I swam in a club team. I missed the Olympic trials by like 0.02 seconds in the 200 meter backstroke. Um, You know, I would be swimming for four hours a day. Uh, I just, wow. It's, it's a different sport. I will leave it at that. It's an amazing sport. Uh, gets you in amazing shape, but it really, really, um, I've always been just an endurance athlete, I want to say. So when I swam, I, you know, when I was like really, really good in my prime shape, I'd be in the pool, like, you know, it's, it's, it's very similar to running, like in terms of specific workouts, but just think like a two hour long swim practice. So it's a mixture of dry land, which actually at the time I hated, I hated running at the time. Um, and then we'd go and see, you know, like our warmups, uh, we'd have a drill session, whether we'd be like working on like our, like actual stroke, like maneuvering through the water or, uh, whether it was, you know, something specific, um, like kicking or, you know, um, like working on our like flip turns, it, it really just depended on what the like emphasis was. And then of course, we'd have like an interval workout. So for example, like 500s or 20 laps, like four or 500s um, at a certain time, and then get, like a certain rest until we went again. Um. So my experience wow. with swimming, it was very valuable um to help me to transfer my skill set into running. Um fun fact I I won the lake swim record at my sleepaway camp. Oh, I just wow. didn't get because I did it for like fun. Um <laughs> but uh yeah a triathlon is definitely next up on my list. Like after oh, I that's get to uni- you yeah definitely like once I'm done competing in marathons. I mean I just want to get my goal, which is running a sub three hour marathon for now. We'll see if how, you know, that goes one thing at a time. And yeah, I mean, if you ever wanted to talk swimming, I am happy to talk to you about it. And I also know a really good tri- like triathlete coach, too. That's like, that's his thing. Wow.
1: Yes, I find it so interesting. And especially what, since I had been following Katie's story and just seeing Katie like uh, train so much for her Ironman. I was like, wow, that's intense to go from swimming to running to cycling.
0: Like, that is amazing. So kudos to all
1: you ladies.
0: (laughs) You could do it. Listen, if you could come all the way as far as you have now and you're still going upward. I mean, you could definitely do that. Hands down.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
0: I love that. Um, So I don't want to get too off topic, but I want to ask you two more questions before we wrap it up today. So, okay. uh, what, what made you say yes to being on the show and, you know, like, like what value did, I mean, I think you're very valuable, but for, in your own words, what value did you think you could bring to our listeners?
1: So first off, Ali,
0: I love listening to podcasts.
1: So honestly, when you reached out to me, I saw this opportunity, like it, it was, ah, it was so exciting to me. I thank you so much once again. I wanted to come on here more than anything to meet you and have that, you know, that runner's chat more than anything, but also to definitely inspire other people, encourage people and let them know that, Hey, like wherever you're at, it's okay. You know, you're going to come out of that soon. You're going to get better. Of course, just, you got to give it, time you have to give it time so I definitely I, I said yes to joining your podcast because knowing listening to your previous podcast it's all about just inspiring others and letting them know that hey you know yes we're in a runners community and you know we all have so much experience and knowledge but with our knowledge and experience to you or yours to us we all can help each other out to become those successful runners
0: Wow! Yes, I I hope so. I hope I I love you know learning from everyone on the podcast, and I hope I could bring value too. Um, and yeah, yes, it's just that's so much fun, like chatting, running, and swimming and biking. And yes, Katie's amazing story too. I hope she <laughs> yes. listens to this because she's awesome, I she's a girl. Yeah, like in,
1: in, um, in this case, I'm sorry, Katie. I talked a lot about you, but. I I'm like I think she's known because she's known for over a year now like she's always been my woman crush (laughs) she's always she's always always out there but yeah
0: yeah I love that I love that um and um you know if there was one piece of advice that you could leave everyone with just to remember you by and just to kind of yeah for for a little like pick me up especially during this pandemic time um What would you say?
1: I would say do not let a bad experience or a bad run or a bad sprint bring you down. Go out the next day and try again. Tomorrow is a new day. Tomorrow is a new start. Um, I know during the pandemic, a lot of people may have stopped training. A lot of people may have felt discouraged, socially hurt, you know, with the fact that they couldn't socialize with others or they felt not inspired but just don't let a bad experience or a bad run or anything just stop you from keeping on to those goals, keeping on to your health or your journey on what you're doing.
0: I love that. Thank you so much. I needed that today. (laughs) I need that. So thank you. I appreciate that. And to all the listeners on here, Uh, Thank you so, so much for joining us today. Martha's information is going to be all up on the podcast uh, tomorrow when I post it across all mediums, Apple Podcasts, Google, Spotify, you name it. And other than that, uh, we'll be live tonight at 9 p.m. on Instagram Live at, at Run With Allie. And yes, thank you so much for joining again today, Martha. It was a pleasure having you. Thank you, Allie. Thank you, Allie, for having me once again. Yes. And guys, tune into the um, podcast and subscribe. So you never miss a new weekly guest or episode. And Martha, I will talk to you again soon. Thank you everyone for listening. Bye. Bye.